We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash match. Just go to Indeed.com slash match right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash match. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hey guys, it's Watt Harris here. Since I started this show, I get asked all sorts of questions about who to bet on and who to bet with. I don't know who's going to win, but I do know where to go. The answer is my bookie. Between our live in-game betting, endless props, and fantasy sports wagers, there's something for everyone. With the best player perks in the sportsbook business, they'd be good to us, and wouldn't know they'd be good to you. They're hooking up our listeners all month. Visit mybookie.ag and use the promo code PANTHER25 when creating your account to claim your 50% bonus. Laying down $100, you got $50 in play. That's mybookie, M-Y-B-O-K-I-E.ag, promo code PANTHER25. You play, you win, you get paid. Hey guys, it's Watt Harris here with our Panther Rants podcast. Happy Thursday, we're almost to the weekend. Thank God, I can't wait. It's been pretty, um, pretty dead, of course, in the um, sports sports world. I guess locally, I mean, the Pirates are obviously t- you know are over five hundred, so I guess that's good. Well, it depends on who, who's happy. I mean, of course, they lost last night. And, of course, people are upset. Well, I guess because this, um, this Chris Archer played, and I guess they... I think they traded for him, I think is what it was. And I think the return on him was really bad. You know, but, you know that's a, that's the thing when you're a team like the Pirates is you can't afford bad trades because one bad trade can really make or break you. But you know, but on the flip note, you got um, Josh Bell who's on a tear, and at least you got somebody you can watch play. Obviously, he's playing good. I mean, it's kind of like when the Pirates of the you know, late forties, early fifties, you know, they used to um, have Ralph Kiner, and of course, people would go to the games to see Ralph Kiner play or. See if he would hit, basically see if he would hit a home run is what it you know what it comes down to. Eventually they, they got rid of Ralph because they can they realize they can lose without him. You know if you're you know, if you're losing with the with a guy who hits a lot of home runs you can lose without him. So they did away with Ralph and eventually they got Roberto Clemente and they eventually built that team and they won the sixty World Series. Maybe they could have won more I don't know I, I forget the whole I forget the whole history of the Pirates and their finishes but. I know for a factor seven, these teams could have won more than two World Series, but they had the annoying, they had the, the annoying Cincinnati Reds and LA Dodgers to, the you know, to, to fight with. So yeah, it didn't just didn't work out for them. Steelers, it's slow. Penguins, it's slow. And of course, I have to apologize to my listeners. Last last podcast, I went to rant about the urban campus thing and. Turns out my my audio feed got screwed up. Something with something with my mic. 
I think that's one good thing about me um, going to the armchair media is I have to listen to my podcast to, to do the audio cards for them and you know, I get to see, you know, I get to pick up, you know, where I'm fucking up and see what my, my microphone's picking up. Obviously, it's picking up my breathing because I'm a heavy breather. And, you know, my grunts and what what else. I'm sure it's picking up a lot more than that. So, my apologies, guys, for all that. I realized I was doing all that. But, you know, it helps me improve on things. So... We'll get off of that whole uh, thing. Uh, basically, it's eight degrees here. Weather's beautiful, and uh, we got the PGA Tour this weekend. Um, as far as that goes, in terms of a betting sense, uh, win the weekend. Uh, check him out. He's at win the weekend. Basically, he's a. Uh, He's not so much an expert. He's basically a regular guy, just like the rest of us. Well, not so much a regular guy, but a regular person. Because I know females listen to the show too, and you know, he loves to bet and he blogs about betting. And he's really he's really good at it. And he actually he actually shares what he bets. I'm sure he doesn't give all all the secrets, but he throws out some teasers for you guys. You know, so check him out. He likes Lucas Glover. He's a, Lucas Glover's a long shot right now, and I think like on my bookie, ten bucks on Lucas Glover pays you a, over over a grand if he wins. And um, of course, he likes Bubba Watson as well. So those are those are two noble names that you know the pick you know the pick out. He likes Lucas Glover because this course is Beth Page Black, and Glover has a history of playing really well at this course. And of course, if you go on them like say like my bookie. You have options to bet on like top 10 finishers and top 20 finishes. So you can even throw Glover in that as well. If he doesn't win the whole thing, throw a little bet on him to, um, you know, on a top 10 or top five finish. It may, it may, it may work out. But anyways, he's at win the weekend. Check him out. He always has something there, whether it's NBA, baseball, Astros obviously swept the Tigers, and we all rode the Astros because the Tigers suck. And Astros were in the were in the good part of their pitching rotation. And of course, you know, last game, you know, last night's game, I bet heavily because Verlander was on the mound against the Tigers, and I was I really wasn't worried about them choking because Verlander was there. And plus, the Astros have been have been kicking the crap out of the ball the entire series. Although they only scored five runs in that game, but. Verlander's on the mind, and basically he was going to shut down Detroit. But uh, we also have the playoffs as well, and the Stanley Cup is still going on. We'll go through a lot of these here. You know, the Eastern West Western Conference Finals started, and. Um, I was hoping, you know, I, you know, I was hoping the Trailblazers when they came out, out out the gate, but they were very passive aggressive with, um, not really passive aggressive, very passive with um, Golden State, and of course they paid the price because Clay and Steph lit them up the entire game, and the game was a blowout. And on top of that, Dame Loader couldn't get anything going, and near could CJ. 
and it was done. It was the you know, second half. It was pretty much a done deal. They play tonight. Um, I expect the Warriors to win. I think the series could go six games, but I don't really see it happening. I just think that the um, the Warriors are just more dialing more than ever now. Not just that. I mean, they're even without Kevin Durant, they're still a good team. I mean, they 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 want to tie without him, and they almost won another one without him. So they're just you know, it's, they're a well oiled machine, and that's just that. Now the Bucks and Raptors play last night, and of course, the Raptors came out the gate, and then the Bucks wore them down with their athleticism, and plus they're just more well rested. I mean, Raptors just finished a tough series with uh, Philly, but uh, they wore down at the end, and plus not only that, the Bucks have a lot of length, a lot of height, and they're able to you know get the rebounds. I mean, it's gonna be a long series. The Bucks have their issues as well because what happened with Brooke Lopez last night? They're not going to get every night from him. And so the but the other guys for the Bucks, other than Giannis, have to step up because Brooke Lopez isn't going to bail them out every 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 game in the series. Who knows? He could be wrong. I could be wrong. Maybe he will. But part of me likes. Probably likes the, the Raptors to take this series. I think I think they I think they just might. Although I do like the Bucks. But uh, yeah, that's pretty much it for the pretty much it for that series. I mean, Stanley Cup playoffs. You know, the Sharks took a two-one series lead over the Blues. That's going to be hell of a hell of a series. The Sharks. Took an early lead in that game last night. They were up, to, I think, two nothing or two nothing. They were three two. Blues came back and took a four three lead, and the Sharks tied late and they late the force overtime, and they won in overtime. And the thing is, the thing I love about the Stanley Cup playoffs is the sudden death overtime. I mean, it's just it's 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 beautiful. It's just um, there's just a lot and a lot and. Sun death. There's just so many. It's like a roller coaster when you watch it. It's 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 a great thing to, you know to be a part of. I mean, while I was in Pittsburgh, you know, we had Penguins had plenty of over had a, plenty of overtime um, playoff games. I mean, the, the Capitals. When I was in high school, we had the Pens and Capitals. Like Capitals always gave us such a hard fucking time. I, I'm I have no idea why. They're, they they always play us physical for one thing. And eventually the Pens would wake up and punch back, and it would be a different story. But that overtime game, I remember, people were up to almost I think two, almost two in the morning. I think that game went till, and we still couldn't get a score. I mean, eventually we did. I mean, it was a pure net goal, and the way he scored it was, it was uh, unconventional. I should say. I think. He basically threw the puck into a tight crowd, and in hockey, that's pretty much if the goalie can't see the puck through a crowd, chances are it's going to go. It's going to go in, or he stops it and he just doesn't. It, he just doesn't realize it lands on his pads. But then there was, and then years later we had the uh, the Philly and Penn series, and 
Keith Primo obviously had a lot to say about that. I mean, we lost. I think we lost that game, that series in six. I think. I think we were up two games and none, and then Philly just came back and won the next four. And on paper, Philly was more talented, but the Pens somehow managed to eke out a deal with an early series lead. And of course, we just had Yager. That's all we really had at that point. I mean, we had Marty Straka, but as far as you know, young talent goes, we you know, we we offloaded all of our players. And um, eventually, we'd offload more until we could head, head to the little dark ages before Sidney Crosby. But just, you know, playoff hockey, especially overtime, sun death playoff hockey is phenomenal. And it, it's just like, uh, especially with the NHL, I mean, the NHL playoffs, the playoffs themselves are just action-packed. And they go, the speed of the game is a thousand times faster than the regular season. I mean, it's just, there's a lot on the line, and a lot of these guys, they just they just give their all, and it's just, it's, it's great to watch. It's great stuff. Um, the Bruins obviously are up three games to none. And I, you know, they're obviously, I think they're going to sweep Carolina. But the uh, the Blues, I'm not sure what happens here because the Sharks won in overtime. And basically what happened was is the, uh, the puck was, Sharks player was on the ground. The puck was up in the air and he was trying to bat it down. He, he bats it down. But the puck bounces away from him, and it goes to another Sharks player, and of course, they score. Now, by all hockey rules, the guy who bats that puck should be the one hitting the puck. If it goes to another player, it's 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 labeled as a hand pass. But if you look at the replay, the guy intended to bat the puck down. Now, I'm sure if he, if he had bat it down, he would have, um, you know, tried to shoot it any way he could have. It just it took a bad bounce and went to the Sharks. And I guess the officials allowed it, hence the goal, and people were upset over it. And I'm sure that, that pisses off the Blues because, you know, the thing about that goal itself is something like that can really knock the wind out of your sails for the rest of that series. And in the case of the Blues, you hope it doesn't do that. But the Sharks, obviously, are a team, trying to be a team in Destiny because Joe Thorne's almost 40. And I'm, I'm not sure how old the rest of that team is, but if you're, uh, if you're, if you're, if you're in the Stanley Cup and your team's mostly 30 and over and you're a playoff team, it's all, it's never going to be a good sign because speed is so much, is a, is a so much different thing in playoff hockey. And if you're aging, it's it's just you know, it's more dialed in. I mean, look at look at the Pens. I mean, they got. I forget that the um, our our star players in their thirties. I mean, Malkin's thirty three. Shoot, he's he's I think he's past his prime now, and he's he's approaching end of his career. He can still play. It's just that he's not going to be. He's probably not going to be what he once was. Unless he's a workout free like Yarmir Yager and just does all that. 
but obviously the Bruins are going to face probably the winner of this series, and then everybody, I mean, part of me likes the Blues, but I think the Sharks will will win, but um, I don't see the Sharks getting past the Bruins. Uh, here I am. Here I am. I haven't really watched any, any hockey because I live in NBA town. I haven't watched much playoff hockey, but I've been checking out you know, YouTube, thank God, has condensed highlights of these games. You get to watch a lot of it, a lot of the action and, you know, where teams went wrong and what they were doing. That's actually, it's easy for me now. I like it. Because I get to sit down, whether it's on the toilet or on the, um, on the couch and look over this stuff. It's great. Okay, so Pitom had some bad news. Uh, Kadeem Sai of Juco goes to Ole Miss instead of Pitt. People are obviously in meltdown mode because he went to Ole Miss, but the thing about it is SEC is becoming a better basketball league. And there's a lot of good coaches down. There's, they had some good teams this past year in the tournament. Tennessee, Auburn, LSU. It's not just Kentucky anymore. Kevin Stallings, as we all give him uh, all this credit for how he did how great did at uh, Vanderbilt but Kevin Stallings wouldn't survive in today's SEC at all he, he'd be out of job too here as well it just ain't gonna happen for him but Kadeem Sai obviously one of his teammates from Oak Hill where he went to school is on that team so part of me thinks that's probably why he went there was familiarity one of his buddies is there so why not go there but, you know, Pitt's still going to land some good players. I, I know it's not to everybody's satisfaction what they're doing right now, but it just is what it is. I mean, these players of today don't give a shit about what Pitt did 10 years ago in the Big East. They don't. They probably don't even know what the, what Pitt did what Pitt did then. All they know is from like four or five years ago. So four or five years ago, we were towards the end of our run. We were going to we went went to some CBIs and some NITs. Went to the tournament though once or twice and flamed out early. And of course we uh, we totally destroyed the basketball program as well. So a lot of these players that are that are young, they don't realize what we did. 10 years ago. They'll realize that we went to an Elite Eight and we once had a coach that has the the best weight, biggest percentage of all time. They don't give a shit about that. They don't care. So, we can pound our chest all we want about this crap, but these players, they don't know and they don't care. So, you know, I'm not going to, um, you know, call out Ole Miss for cheating, and if they are, they are. I mean, SEC, it's emerging as a better basketball league, and it's a more of an arms race now, and I mean, Will Wade obviously did some things, and he's still at LSU. LSU's willing to say screw it, let him coach. Bruce Pearl has some people under him that went to jail, and Albert's saying screw it, we're going to stick with them. They don't care. And at the end of the day, if it takes attention off their, off their football programs, because that's their bread and butter, if it keeps NCAA away from their football programs, they'll go all in on basketball and they'll fuck up. So that's just how it goes. 
Pitt just, Pitt just doesn't have that luxury. So I, w- I really wouldn't be too, um, you know, too uh, judgmental of Jeff Capel right now and saying, well, you know, the honeymoon's over. Capel's not landing people. We got to get another coach. <laughs> we got to get Sean Miller back. Yeah, definitely Sean. If we get Sh- Sean... Well, obviously, there's no way Sean ever comes back to Pitt. And I don't think we would ever want him. And the fact that um, with this Adidas scandal, the fact that he had to cheat and not get to a Final Four, that's pretty, I mean, that's pretty bad. I mean, if you have to cheat really that bad just to get Elite Eight at best, I mean, I, I, I question one's coaching then. If you're getting all these players, you're paying big money for them, and you can't do anything better than Elite Eight. Because you should at least get one Final Four, and he hasn't. With all, all that he's done, he should be doing better than this. Because if Jamie Dixon had done this a pit, we would have had a freaking god. We well, for one thing, we, we, we wouldn't be able to believe that he was doing all this, paying for these players. And one, if he was getting an Elite Eight at best, we'd be all shitting a brick, wanting him fired and whatnot. But uh, they're you know they're going all in. Can't blame them. So there's that. But anyways, guys, we're at the twenty-one minute mark. And you know I got one more thing I do have to talk about. Uh, the Pelicans got the number one overall pick, and it's it's I think it's awesome. This was a team that got dragged by LeBron and company. You know, they were... A lot, lot of shit was talked. And they were dragged over the Anthony Davis stuff. And basically, the Pelicans told the Lakers and LeBron to screw off. Now they get the number one overall pick, and they, they get a chance to land Zion Williams. Or Williamson, I should say. And now there was, and of course the media spun something where well, Zion can go back. You know, he doesn't really have to go to New Orleans. He can just go back to Duke and play, and you know, and hopefully, you know, he gets to New York or some team that we really like. The guy just had his shoe explode during a game. Why would he go back to college when he could probably risk another injury? And I'm sure he'd go back. And I'm sure if he did go back, he'd get hurt. Then he'd get hurt. And we'd say, well, the NCAA, this is their fault because they don't pay players. You know, if they would just pay Zion, you know, maybe he shouldn't have, maybe, you know, he should have to deal with this. I mean, really, that's all it is. I mean, if Zion goes back to the NBA, to, to Duke and gets hurt. The me, it's the me gets a win-win because they get to drag the NCAA over paying players again. Never mind the fact that the guy declared and you know could have you know, was obviously was going to go number one overall, and decides he doesn't like the team he wants to play for. Well, I mean, if he gets hurt in, co- in college, if he goes back, chances are the next team that picks him up won't like him. He won't like either because he'll it'll be either overseas or in the G League. 
Zion's going to a team that has, you know, Jeru Holiday, Julius Randle. And I would like to see them, um, I mean, if I'm Anthony Davis, I'm staying. Because look at that lineup that you're going to have. That lineup's going to be better than anything that you can think of. I mean, I'm sure he wants to go to New York to play with Kyrie and probably Durant, but Durant's, I'm, I'm sure it's, it's going to be at the end of his career where he's approaching it. And uh, Kyrie, obviously, you know, he tried to be, he tried to emulate LeBron and be a leader for the Celtics, and it just fell miserably for him. But I don't see, you know, them trying to do it. I don't think they'll do anything better with the Knicks because the Knicks are just, they're, um, they're toxic. That whole franchise is. So if I'm AD, Anthony Davis, that is, I'm sticking in New Orleans. And so I'm, I'm, I'm sticking this out and see how it goes. Because you're going to be with, a, you have a lineup now that's a lot better than anything than uh, probably anything anything else you go to. I mean, you could go to the Lakers still, but I think that ship is sailed because um, the Pelicans aren't going to deal you. LeBron's stuck with what he has for another year, probably. Unless he could bring Kawhi Leonard there. And I'm not sure if Kawhi even goes there. He may stay in New Orleans, for all we know. But there's player teams I would go to Besides, like the Knicks or the um, the Lakers, I mean the Bucks. I would definitely go. To, I would consider with what they have going. There's a lot of good teams. But anyways, guys. All right, now I'm done. But also, guys, if you're looking for concert tickets, sports tickets. SeatGeek has it all, and they have the uh, the deals rankings as well. So they rank them by good, bad, good, okay, and bad deals. So you'll know what you're, you know, what price you're paying for. So if you're looking for concert tickets, sports, uh, sporting events, check out SeatGeek. Use our promo code ACAA. You get twenty bucks on your first purchase. Go and check out SeatGeek. All right, guys, I'm out of here. Have a good weekend. Hell to pit.